Blog Talk Radio. Hey guys, whoever's listening, thanks for listening to Ultra Life, the show about business and life. Today we have our special guest, Aaron Young. Johnson? <laughs> Johnson. Aaron Young's a better guy than I am. But <laughs> Aaron Johnson. I spelled his first name wrong, too. I think I got it right over there. It's all right. We like Aaron version. Young. He has uh, a new product called Shopbox. It's in all the stuff. Or, or former friends is what they call it, 
<laughs> and uh, and I call it frenzy inside of that. And that frenzy is crowdfunding. It's Kickstarter, mm-hmm. those kind of things. So, uh, which I did a year ago. And, and actually, we just launched our second uh, broader reach Kickstarter today, this mm-hmm. morning. Um, we're on Kickstarter. You can search for Shopbox, and it should pull up the line. And then Shopbox is spelled S-H-O-T-P-O-X. Yeah. Now they'll remember it, though. S-H-O-T-P-O-X. So that's a that's a very viable way. If you have a product that kind of is a maybe a gadget or an idea that can be uh, given away, it's not an app, not software, then you could actually viably look at Kickstarter. In fact, you should. But that's a whole that's a whole nother wild west. It really is. It's a lot of pitfalls. What, what does that mean? Tell us a little bit about it. You say wild west. Well, mean? you still just showing up on Kickstarter doesn't do anything. It's not like they market. Exactly. They don't. And that's them. like, and that's similar to Facebook, yeah. YouTube, all those. Yeah. I put up a YouTube video. I show up on Facebook, I get 100 because I have a following. Right. You have a following. So you have to bring your own market to whatever platform. So you've worked hard at Facebook followers and whatnot. So, same thing with, with Kickstarter. It's just because you show up, they don't care. Nobody cares until you get the word out. Once you get successful, you get funded, you start to kind of roll the that you have a good product, then Kickstarter will kind of acknowledge you and start putting you higher in the rank. And then they might give a, you know, editor's pick or something like that. But to get there, you have to spend money on advertising, marketing. you got to work your butt off. Uh, to get, Do you um, spend money on Kickstarter advertising? No, there's no advertising directly. On so you spend money somewhere else to send people. Right. Facebook, Google AdWords, um, any of the social platforms, uh, any of, you know, messages, blogs, you know, a lot of you try to get traffic to come through. However, you have someone that works on that for you. Do you guys do it? So, the you first, were about building the staff. Yeah. Well, the first campaign I did, I I outsourced and I had a guy that was helping me through that. He did a great job, and he'd had uh, experience with some other starters as well. And then this this time around, I actually uh, hired a you know a more established funding uh, marketing partner. So they're handling a lot of more of the heavy lifting. And doing the ads and running those, and that's his local service has done really well with a lot of uh, high, higher end six figures and a couple into the million range. And that was your first time or this time? This time, this time. Um, they just know what I'm. They are, they know what they're doing more than I know what I'm doing, and that's what you try to find when you're launching a company. Is you, you don't do those things that you're not that good at. You find something better. I'm good at too many things. That's right. <laughs> well, when you're at them. Well, my, well, my special skill is actually just... Yeah. So well, that's also been a catch to me, too, because... Sorry, guys. Oh. All right. Got James Fong coming in. But uh, I... Uh, that will be a catch to me, too, because you can say... Well, you're limited in time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you are. Everybody else. And that's, that's one of the biggest points. How do you how do you uh, figure the cost ratio versus the cost to hire him? And if you'll break even, if you'll make money, is risk can you take? Calculated risk? How do you see that? Um, it's always risk and it's always calculated, hopefully, but it depends on the position. Some are some positions are just administrative. You have to have somebody doing work. They don't necessarily equate to return, say. They're just business operations. 
other ones that are in, in a position of influence to move product or sell services or do something like that, you can do that, you can do that for me a little bit better and base their performance on that. But uh, as you staff out a company, you kind of have costs, you know, that are just straight out be, be doing and running, and then you have ones that are building expanding. No, I know this, and you speak about, you speak like you know but what's your experience? I've been uh, self-employed for 25 years or so, a little bit more maybe. Um, 25 years. I left a uh, good thing job at WordPerfect back mm. in the Utah Valley days. Exactly. Now, they didn't win. <laughs> and uh, they didn't win the long run. They didn't win Microsoft. But, uh, so that was the start of doing products and services for the art art world, the craft book uh, art world. I did a lot of fonts and a lot of artwork for different artists. We put them on CDs. We put them on floppy disks at the time. We built out a download subscription club and had a membership-based content. Mm-hmm. So uh, through the years, in the next uh, 15 to 20 years, that's, that's you just go in and out of the opportunities. So um, that goes up and down. There's time to just face bankruptcy and uh, say, am I done? And you, now you kind of wonder something. And so, uh, you know, I had companies that had modest number of employees and you know, a couple dozen down to a couple, couple and down to me and back up. So, you like it? I can't live any other way. And yes, the, answer, the answer is yes, I like it. <laughs> and I can't live any other way. I started my business. Oh, not this. I was the most successful. I was in honors the English class, whatever home court, whatever it's called, no. and it uh, was the most successful. I mean, it was shocking. That's sweet. Think what you could do with home security systems now if you're out on that. That's that's that Utah Valley is full of vivid and ADP and yeah, yeah. It's like kids making six figures every summer. Oh, I know. Yeah. yeah. Right. I interviewed for my show, Passion Living with Adam, the TV show. Mm-hmm. I interviewed someone who just stopped working there. And he was running great, and they're actually cutting, editing first episode. Oh, I'm pretty should have it October 1st. The Mario, remember, I'm saying that live, October 1st. But, uh, yeah, and it's been quite an experience. Tell us about how, uh, I didn't mention I could say this. Tell us about how CEO space has helped with the military. Yeah, it has, and it's it's expanded who I talk with and work with more than anything. Like, well, first of all, what is CEO space? Explain that to we know what it is. Yeah. But you, you say. CEO space is a network of business owners. So it's a platform in which it has events where we can get together and meet and network and connect with what you need and when you need it and what you can do for other people. So really at the heart and soul, CEO space is the network of people um, that are like-minded. So, um, and obviously they have classes and lectures and, and keynote speakers and all that good stuff there. But more than anything for me uh, is it got me out of the circle I was in and got me into a much, much bigger circle. So I tended to, I was kind of getting in a rut and I was starting to spin trying to do things with all the same people that weren't necessarily equipped to do it, you know? And so I keep going to the same neighbors. Well, nothing wrong with them, but they weren't the right people I needed in my life. What changed my 
my uh, area of contact with a lot broader uh, number of people that could make decisions for themselves. And so how are you just another decision maker? Is that what you mean? Uh, just you decisions for themselves? Well, meaning that when you talk with them, you're not necessarily, you know, you get things done. You know, they can make decisions for them, working with you and back and forth. So in that midst, you ask a question about capital, and, and it's kind of intermingled with all of that. You know, you're talking with people that may or may not be interested in investing in your company. And the truth is, getting somebody to write a check is just hard. It's really hard. You have to be proved, you have to prove that you have a good idea, that, that you have to prove yourself, you have to prove that you have a product, that it's profitable, that they can get their money back. And that's no different anywhere. But CEO Space has, of course, those people inside the walls that can you know, at least help you or get you to point the right direction. Great. Yeah, I hate that we have to go to other people and do something like that and brag that I'm working with someone right now. His wife, why isn't she here? Let's do this. Let's complete this deal. Um, what, uh, now, why did you want to? The, the Shotbox mission is, as a product, this is um, this is the starting point to the rest of the need. Yeah, it's cool. So we talked about it, it uh, scanning, you know, documents. But above and beyond that, um, it's about the journey of the photo, right? So I mean, say for instance, if it's a journal about, in this case, my mom when she was 16, 1945, she wrote every single day, um, very big year, force for the world, and that's a journal that I have. And nobody, I mean, there may be three people that have read that. Well, that's a shame if it was locked, locked into just one physical copy. So part of this whole roadmap is about taking that, getting it digitized in a better way than scanning, and then having it digitally able to be shared and potentially be able to be reprinted. So you can have a hard copy, you know, that's, that's uh, replicated. So this just represents the stuff that needs to be digitized that's in closets and shelves and boxes all over the world. And that's the starting point. So Shotbox isn't about necessarily just the box, it's about the journey of the photo that's our lives. So you saw, saw something, you saw something that was, um, you didn't want people's memories to talk, right? And that's really what you knew our society, things were changing. And right. we don't like stuff. I mean, now it's like, why do I have these papers? Why did you give me this? Yeah. Here's a receipt. Why are you even giving me a receipt? You know? Do you not know people don't want a receipt? I mean, now, a lot of places, you can tell the difference. You give you a receipt. Oh, that kind of goes back to the whole paper thing. Mm-hmm. And even deeper than that, I mean, memories that once they're gone, somebody that loses the memory of who that photo was, they'll never know. So there is a there's a time collapsing on this that we don't have that much time left to really get stuff archived, memories and everybody. Genealogy you know, lends itself to all those other industries that are potentially even bigger. Um, Etsy and eBay, Amazon, back up the moon. Um, you know, there's other industries easily applicable, but yeah, you're good. <coughs> get close. Hi. Um, so photography, of course, and studios and labs. Where can you purchase shop? Website in Amazon, shopbox.me, shopbox.me. 
Uh, we are on Amazon. You can kind of go to either of those two places. It is on HSN, hsn.com. Uh, we will be on air there on October 5th. Um, air. We'll be on air. Oh, we'll be on the show. Who's <laughs> show? HSN. Oh, HSN. Oh, Home Shop. Home Shop. Yeah, you're not a girl. They don't care about that. Yeah, I like Home Shop. It's all about. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. You hear about that a lot. That's a great place.
And thanks for listening. Remember to go buy some Wow and Accelerator at your store near you at healthperform.com. We're concluding our audio version. See you later.